If you've got $10 per day to spend on advertising your books, how do you spend it? Over the next few episodes, I'm going to be sharing how I'd spend small and large budgets because I've done both on the top two advertising platforms for authors, Facebook ads and Amazon ads. Today though, we're starting with a $10 per day budget and we're spending it on Facebook ads. Let's discuss. Welcome back to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode number 11. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and I'm honored to be spending some time with you today. Hope you're having a fantastic week. If you're new around here, welcome, and thank you for dedicating some time to listen to me today. And it's great to have you here. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back, and thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. Before we jump into today's episode, If you want to learn how to run Facebook ads within the next seven days, I have something that can do just that. It's my free seven-day Facebook ads for authors course. Over the course of seven days, I'll send you one email lesson every single morning, walking you through the step-by-step process to planning, launching, and building your first Facebook ads campaigns. So seven days from today, you can have your first Facebook ads campaign up and running. Each lesson includes an action step to ensure that you make progress, you move forwards, and you actually start seeing results from your Facebook ads. And if you have any questions over the course of the seven days, so any questions about any of the lessons, any of the content within the lessons, any technical issues you have, I'm on hand to help. Just hit reply on any of the email lessons and I'll get back to you within one to two days. Sound good? To learn more and sign up, head on over to matthewjhomes.com forward slash FB ads. That's F-B-A-D-S. And you'll get lesson one in your inbox straight away. So without further ado, let's jump into today's content. Now, if you're just getting started with advertising your books, you may be a little apprehensive about spending too much money on ads and not seeing a return on that investment, which is completely understandable. But... You have to understand that if you want to build a career as an author, it is going to take some investment, both from a time and a money perspective. But don't think you have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on ads. You can spend as little as $10 per day, which is equivalent to about $300 per month. Now, $300 a month may sound a lot to you, but if you have your foundation in place, so by foundation, I mean having a strong description, you have a good book cover, you have your keywords, and your categories, your title, your subtitle, you've got some good reviews on your books, then with that foundation in place, your ads can become much more effective and they can be much more profitable. But nothing in advertising, nothing in life really is guaranteed. So there is, of course, an element of risk there, but with a solid foundation in place, you stand a really good chance of making that money back And today, that's exactly what we're going to be discussing, how I would spend $10 per day on Facebook ads. Because I've been there, I've spent $10 per day, and I've spent hundreds of dollars per day. And as I covered in episode two of the podcast, Facebook ads is the advertising platform I recommend new authors start with. I've consistently seen Facebook ads perform the best out of the three advertising platforms that authors use predominantly. So that's Facebook ads, Amazon ads, and BookBub ads. Facebook ads has always performed best for me. They are relatively quick to build and launch. They have a little bit of a learning curve, but it's fairly straightforward once you've got your head around the interface. 
You can send a lot of people to your books very quickly with Facebook ads. You can start building up social proof from day one. It's cheap to get started, as we'll cover today, spending just $10 per day. And you can start seeing results the same day your ads go live. So if you want a rundown of the pros and cons of each of the big three advertising platforms for authors, so that's Facebook ads, Amazon ads, and BookBub ads, listen to episode two of the podcast. So today then, for this example scenario, let's assume I have a three book series planned. Books one and two have been published already for a few months, but they're just struggling to get any sort of traction with sales. And book three is being published in three months time. Now, all the books are in Kindle Unlimited, so they are exclusive to Amazon, which means as the author, I'll get paid for page reads on the books. And the whole purpose of running ads is for me to build up a following of readers before book three launches. So that when book three is ready to go, I've got a bucket of readers who are clambering to get their hands on it. So I'm going to focus on Facebook ads to do this. Now, if you've listened to episode two of the podcast, you'll hear me talk about the acronym FOCUS. Follow one course until successful. Now, by this, what I mean is that whichever ads platform you start with, stick with that one. For now, don't try and learn Facebook ads, Amazon ads and BookBub ads all at once. You very soon could become confused, frustrated and by splitting your attention and focus in so many different directions, you run the risk of none of your ads performing particularly well and declaring that ads don't work. Once you're confident using that one ads platform and you're getting good results from it, then stack a second ads platform on top whilst you continue to work on the first ads platform. But only if you want to. Don't feel that you have to. But at the same time, you don't want to put all your eggs into one basket. You need to spread the risk eventually and not rely 100% on a single ads platform to drive all of the traffic to your books. As a side note, before we get into the structure of these Facebook ads, understand that the more books you have in a series or the more books you have in a catalogue, the more profitable you can make your advertising because a certain percentage of people who read book one will read book two. A certain percentage of people who read book two will go on to read book three and so on. And this increases the customer lifetime value and therefore means you can spend more to acquire a reader in the first place. But even if you have an eight or 10 book series, I would still recommend that you start off small in terms of your ad spend. Find winning ads, find winning audiences, test and test and test, and then gradually scale up what works. Don't jump in and spend $500 per day just because you can. Take it steady. Okay, now let's get into how I'd set up my Facebook ads with a $10 per day budget. It's worth mentioning before we dive in that Facebook ads love simplification. In particular, account simplification. So what I mean by this is that Facebook ads perform best when you have a small number of campaigns, ad sets and ads within your account. If you've got 75 active campaigns and you've got hundreds of ad sets and thousands of ads, your account as a whole, so the performance of all those campaigns can really, really suffer and you're probably going to get something called audience overlap. You're going to be competing against yourself in terms of ads. It's just going to get very, very messy. So Facebook ads do prefer simple accounts so just keep everything neat and tidy and organized and keep it small you haven't got to have 
tens, hundreds of campaigns to be successful with Facebook ads. So let's briefly cover the structure of Facebook ads. So at level one, you have the campaign level, and this is where you set the objective for your campaign. So what you want your campaign to achieve. Also at the campaign level, we set the budget because I always recommend using something called CBO, which stands for campaign budget optimization. And this is where you set the budget for the campaign at the campaign level. And then that lets Facebook decide where to distribute that budget to. Because within each campaign, there are what we call ad sets, which is level two, which we're moving on to in a minute. And you let Facebook decide which ad sets to push budget to based on how they are performing. If you want to go deeper into CBO, campaign budget optimization, I recommend you take a listen to episode seven of the podcast where I talk about the advantages of CBO compared to the alternative, which is ABO, where you set the budget at the ad set level, which is level two. Speaking of level two, that's what we're moving on to now. So level two is the ad sets. And ad sets is where you decide who you want to show your ads to. So the audience and also the placement. So where you want your ads to show on the Facebook ecosystem. And ad sets sit within a campaign. And within each ad set, there are ads. This is level three. And the ads are what people are actually going to see on their Facebook and Instagram news feeds. So that's the Facebook ad structure then. Now let's move on to how I would set up a campaign with a $10 per day budget. And I like to use what I call my three by three Facebook ads blueprint. So I have one campaign and within that campaign, I have three ad sets, each targeting a different interest. And within each ad set, I have three ads. Now it's important to note that these are the same three ads within each ad set. They're the same three ads because we don't want too many variables. At this stage, we want to be testing the audiences predominantly. So we need to show the same ads to each audience. Otherwise we don't know whether it was the audience or the ads that caused the good or bad performance. So at the campaign level then, level one, we're gonna set a traffic objective. And with the traffic objective, Facebook is going to find people within the target audience that you set at the ad set level who have clicked on a lot of ads in the past and show your ads to them because they're most likely to click on your ads. And as I mentioned, we're going to use CBO, Campaign Budget Optimization. Now you'll need to turn this on as it's off by default. So to turn it on, there's a little blue toggle switch in the campaign settings and you just knock that on and that's CBO turned on. Then you need to set a daily budget of $10 per day. Moving on to level two then, which is ad sets. I always recommend targeting people in the United States to begin with. You can always expand to other countries later, but focus on United States first, unless your books resonate better with readers in another country, but just focus on one country initially. But the United States is a really good testing ground for testing ad creative and audiences. These ads and these audiences won't necessarily perform as well in other countries, but there's a good chance that they will, depending on the genre and the audience that you have. Next, once you've chosen your location to show your ads in, there is the age and gender settings. Now, I always recommend leaving these as they are. So the age default is 18 to 65 plus, and the gender default is all, so male and female. Now, the reason for leaving age and gender open and broad is because Facebook needs some room to breathe 
The more restrictions in your ad set, so in your targeting, means that the algorithm is throttled and it's going to struggle to find people within your target audience. And performance can really suffer. But I know it could be tempting to think, oh, but my books are romance books and I don't want any men seeing my ads. But the Facebook ads algorithm is extremely clever and it's going to know, it's going to figure out who to show your ads to. It's going to learn very, very quickly that if women are resonating with your ads more than men, then it's going to show your ads to more and more women. So just trust in the Facebook ads algorithm. It knows more about your audience than you do, believe me. It's incredibly clever. So after the age and gender, we're moving on to the exciting part, which is the detailed targeting. So there are lots of different opinions on detailed targeting. I like to test one target at a time. Others like to test multiple different interests at the same time within the same ad set. And there's pros and cons to each. But my approach is to test one target at a time. So one target per ad set. And then when you found four or five interests that work well individually, you can stack them together into a single ad set. If you stack lots of targets, lots of interests together into a single ad set from day one, you don't know which ones work and which ones are hurting the performance of your ads. Now I've mentioned targets, I've mentioned interests, and what I simply mean by that is who are your ideal readers? What are they interested in? So a target, an interest could be an author, it could be a TV show, it could be a movie, it could be a genre. Personally, I like starting by targeting people who have an interest in certain authors because these are most relevant to what we're advertising, which is books. So so I find three authors that I'd like to test with these Facebook ads. This is the 3x3 Facebook ads blueprint. So we've got three ad sets, which means three authors, one per ad set. Now let's say I want to test targeting readers who have an interest in George R. R. Martin, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. For this first ad set, I would find George R. R. Martin in the detailed targeting section search box, select him. Then I like to narrow the target audience further by clicking the button that says narrow audience. And then I search and choose Kindle, Kindle Store, Amazon Kindle, and Kindle Fire. So this targeting means that Facebook can only show the ads to people who have an interest in George R. R. Martin, and they must also have an interest in Kindle or Kindle Store or Amazon Kindle or Kindle Fire. Now this just helps to make sure that Facebook shows ads to people who have shown an interest in buying books or reading books from Amazon. Now, it's not necessary, particularly when targeting authors, because people who have an interest in the likes of Neil Gaiman, for example, probably enjoy reading books anyway. This narrowing of audience becomes more important when you're targeting people with interest in TV shows or movies, because these people may not read at all. They may not have an interest in reading. They may just watch TV shows or movies. So it becomes more important then, but I do like to use it in all my ad sets just to make sure that I'm targeting the right people. Next, once I've selected my targeting for this ad set, we move on to placements. So this is where my ads are going to show in the Facebook ecosystem. Again, if you throttle the algorithm too much with placements, it can increase costs and performance may suffer. So I like to use automatic placements. This is set by default and it's what Facebook recommends. And this gives Facebook free reign to show ads anywhere within its ecosystem. So that can be the Facebook newsfeed, the Instagram newsfeed, it could be 
Facebook stories or Instagram stories. It could be the Facebook marketplace. And there's a whole host of other placements that Facebook will show your ads on. You can choose manual placements and you could select that you only want to show your ads on the Facebook newsfeed. And to be honest, this is where most of your clicks are going to come from. But like I said, I prefer to give Facebook free reign as it does still find people to show ads to in other areas of the Facebook ecosystem. So that's placements. I recommend you leave it on automatic placements. And then I also leave the rest of the ad settings as default and I move on to the ads. Again, this is a three by three Facebook ads blueprint. So inside each ad set, we have three ads. Again, I need to reduce the number of variables so we can find a winning ad. So there's five main assets that make up a Facebook ad. There's the media, which can be an image or a video, or it could be a carousel. There's the primary text. This is the text that appears above the media. There's a headline. This is some bold text that appears below the media. There's a description that appears below the headline. And then there's a CTA button, a call to action button. Now, the three assets that have the biggest impact on Facebook ads are the media, the primary text and the headline. And in that order, the description and the CTA button don't have much impact, although I have seen better results using a shop now CTA button rather than a button such as learn more or download. So I do always recommend using the shop now button. The description on a Facebook ad isn't always visible to people seeing your ad depending on what device they're looking at and how long your headline is. If your headline goes on to two lines, the description won't be seen on mobile devices. So I wouldn't worry too much about the description. The media definitely has the biggest impact on ad performance because as humans, we process images 60,000 times faster than we do text. So naturally, our eyes are going to be drawn towards the images first and we're going to process that image before we even consider looking at the text that goes along with the ad. So media definitely has the biggest impact on how your ads perform. For this first round of ads I'm creating then, I focus on testing media. Now I recommend using images rather than video because I've done a lot of tests and images do perform better than video for advertising books in the main and they're also easier and cheaper to make. The next round of ads I test is testing the primary text and the final round of ads that I test is testing the headlines. After these three rounds of testing, I have a winning image, I have a winning piece of primary text and I have a winning headline. I can then go on to use this winning combination of assets in the ad in all the campaigns, but it's a big put. Ads do fatigue over time and they do stop performing after a while. Now this can be a few weeks or it could be a few months. I've had a single ad that worked incredibly well for just over nine months. So although you can use this ad ongoing, for a while until performance starts to suffer, I do recommend that you do continue to test different ads as well, just so that when this winning ad does start to fatigue, you can switch in a new one relatively painlessly. However, I digress. For this first round, I'm gonna be using the same primary text and the same headline in each of the three ads, but a different image in each ad. So I need to create three images to test and I like to test one image that has a 3D mock-up of the book on the book cover background, and it also has a review quote on there as well. The second image I like to test is just the book cover background. There's no 3D mock-up, but there is still a review quote. And the third image I like to test is the book cover background, 
with no 3D mockup, but it has the title of the book in the image. And this title is using the same font and the same layout, the same style that is on the book cover itself. For the primary text then, to start with, there's two options I like to try. The first is using a passage from the book that piques people's interest. So this could be an action scene, it could be an emotional scene, but it ends on a cliffhanger and people who read it want to find out what happens. And the only way you can do that is by buying your book. So they click on your ad and hopefully buy your book. Now, if using this approach at the bottom of your primary text, make sure you include the words to the effect of from X book by Y author or something like that, just to make it clear that this is a passage from a book and you're giving the name of the book and the name of the author. Also underneath that, make sure you put a call to action. So something like start reading today on Amazon followed by the link, you know, give people a call to action, tell them what you want them to do. Another option for primary text is to use a different sort of structure and this works incredibly well too. So it's a one to two sentence teaser of your book that brings in the conflict, the stakes and the tension. Underneath that you have one to three review quotes from the reviews on your book product page. And underneath that you have a call to action such as start reading today followed by a link to your book on Amazon. Moving on to the headline then, again there are various different things you can try with the headline and here's some ideas for you. So you can have a review quote. So just make sure that you have this review quote in quotation marks, just to clearly show that it is a review. Another way is to have a comparison to another book or a series or an author. For example, you could say, if you enjoyed XXX book, then you'll love YYY book or series. And you know, bonus points if someone has written something like this as a review, because you can use that exact Review, you can use the reviewer's words in quotation marks. If you have a sale on, mention the sale. For example, 99 cents until 6th of May. Or if your books are exclusive to Amazon and therefore available in Kindle Unlimited, let readers know. So you could have something like free with Kindle Unlimited as your headline. The description, again, this could be a short quote from a review in quotation marks. You could show how the book can be consumed. So you could have Kindle audio paperback, for example, or you could have a tagline that calls out to your ideal readers, such as begin an epic fantasy adventure. Now, once I've created the first ad, I duplicate it two times. Change the image in each of these two new ads, but leave everything else the same. Now I have one campaign. I have one ad set within that campaign and three ads within this ad set. And each of the ads are almost identical. The only difference is that the image is different in each one. The primary text, the headline, the description, the button, that's all identical in each ad. It's only the image that is different. So we're using three different images, three different ads. I now duplicate this ad set two times and this will also duplicate the three ads I've created. So you don't need to create the ads all over again. If you duplicate the ad set, then it's going to duplicate the ads within the ad set as well. And I'll leave everything exactly the same in the ad set settings, apart from changing the interest in the detailed targeting section. So I use a different author in ad set two to ad set one, and I use a different author again in ad set three. So for this example, I was using the authors, George R. R. Martin, Neil Gaiman, and Terry Pratchett. So ad set one will be targeting people who have an interest in George R. R. Martin, 
Ad set two will be targeting people who have an interest in Neil Gaiman. And ad set three will be targeting people who have an interest in Terry Pratchett. So now I have one campaign with three ad sets, each ad set targeting a different author and the same three ads within each ad set. I then publish this campaign, which should be approved within, usually within 12 to 24 hours. And then I let it run for seven days untouched. I come back in a week's time, I look at the data, I assess how things have performed, and optimize the ads and the ad sets. And we'll talk about optimization in a future episode. If one particular ad set hasn't generated much in the way of results, I'll turn it off and test another author target for another seven days. But as I say, we'll be diving deeper into Facebook ads optimization in another episode, as optimization is an episode in and of itself. So that's what I've got for you today and how I recommend you set up your Facebook ads if you have $10 per day to spend. Once you start seeing results from your Facebook ads, then you can start scaling things up gradually, which is what we'll be talking about in next week's episode where I'll be sharing how I'd spend $20 per day on Facebook ads. So as always, I'll put together show notes for today's episode, which you can access by going to matthewjholmes.com forward slash episode 11. That's the number 11. And if you have any questions about what we've covered today, you can also message me directly from the show notes page. And if you want to go deeper into Facebook ads, check out the free seven day Facebook ads course I mentioned at the beginning of today's episode by going to matthewjholmes.com forward slash FB ads. And if you haven't already done so and you found today's episode valuable, please do consider subscribing. That would mean the world to me and let me know that you're finding this content helpful, beneficial and valuable. And by subscribing, it would also help this content to reach more authors and help them with their advertising journey. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you've got a lot of value out of it and I'll leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing, and I will see you again for another episode real soon.